Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 115, The Art of Custom Web Design, Our Unique Approach and Process, and Why Go Custom. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share, if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable From the Trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hi again. You got Matt today. And I'm going to be talking about something, one of my favorite topics today, WordPress. Uh, Actually, what we'll be talking about uh, can be applied to other CMS, though, or other frameworks, or however you're building a website, or however you're having somebody build a website for you. I want to talk about something I get a question a lot about, because it's kind of our specialty, uh, but uh, really break it down exactly what this means. And that's those building those custom sites and what that means. We have, for our agency, my agency, uh, Unified Web Design, we specialize in two very particular things, custom maintenance. <laughs> and custom meaning custom features, custom anything custom on a website, um, things you can't do out of the box with whatever CMS you have or with any plugin out there, or maybe there is a plugin and we want to do something custom that works with that plugin, custom. It could be a fully custom site designed from the ground up into, (laughs) from the ground up into a beautiful functioning website. But what does that mean, really? And why? Why do you want to do it? Because there's two camps. There's there's multiple camps. (laughs) Probably something in between. There's a spectrum. All right. Some people understand the custom thing. Other people are like, why would you even do that? Why not even just do Wix? And guess what? I'm not going to argue that case completely today. uh, But with something, these platforms exist for a reason. Like Wix exists for a reason. Um, and WordPress exists for a reason. And all these other solutions exist for a reason because people use them. There's a, the, it works for people, right? So if something's working for you, great. If it checks all the boxes, you're good. Rock on. But not, it's not good for everybody. And there's, there's somebody may have identified the reason for them not to do it that way, or they need it custom. So I'm going to basically, this conversation is more about building it fully custom, a full custom website, what that actually means, uh, at least from my agency's perspective and how I coach my own developers, how I built our processes and framework around this. And like I said, it's us. It's not everybody is going to think about it the same way Matt thinks about it. Um, But I found you know, through years of doing this, that how we approach it in the tiered way I'm going to talk about how we approach it, uh, it provides the best results and uh, checks all the boxes in terms of uh, scalability and speed and performance and everything else. Now, there's a lot of really great reasons to go with custom. I'm 
I'm not going to take this episode to go into detail on all of that. Uh, but it's things like just fewer restrictions, fewer uh, roadblocks. I, I'm the kind of and, and I kind of think I gravitate to this because I'm the kind of guy that doesn't want roadblocks. I am, I just my personality, whatever. But if I'm going to start a project, I want to know that I can build whatever I want. That I'm not constrained. I don't have guardrails that don't allow me to go go sideways this way or that. You know, I want to be if I want to do something a very particular way or a very or if I want to take a feature and just take it a little bit further and add a little bit more functionality to that. Or and, and it's often not me, right? It's the client. I do not like saying no. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. What I used to do when I used to build websites for the masses, I, we had a years ago a, uh, a marketplace for WordPress themes called Hexeter. I helped build that, and uh, I had built the boilerplate, the framework for for these themes to build all these themes. We built almost a hundred themes, right? And every time they'd come to me with, I was doing this for another company. Every time they'd come to me with a concept, I'd be like, "Yes," and I'd just go do it. I'd find a way to do it. I very rarely had to say no to something. I would find a way. And you're building custom themes, so you know, there's no nothing stopping me. So it's the same way with building for clients and building, you know, if, as a service. Um, where I don't want to be in a position where I have to go back and say no. Usually, I'm I may not know immediately how it will be done, but I know through my experience there's a there's it's rare that I have to go back and say we can't do it. Now, there may be additional scope and a little bit of additional cost. <laughs> of course, but I I don't have to say no. That's the only thing that will stop that if the budget's not there. Um so so there's there's that. There's the ability to have more control over speed. You're not working with a third party where there's limitations that way too. Even in a WordPress environment, if a plugin's not doing it for you, you can use a different plugin, or you can build something custom, um, or you know, customize in some way to to improve performance and all that. There's there's a lot. There's there's also the, from the branding and uniqueness perspective. If you do something fully custom from design on up, instead of a template, a pre built template, you're going to that's going to you know a lot of brands are going to want that. They want us know that there's not going to be another website out there that's going to look like their website. That's super important with for a lot of brands, especially the more higher end, you know, larger businesses and stuff, corporations or whatever. But for anybody, really, you know, uh, I want my websites to look unique. And there, because they're all custom. So it's that. It's the security. It's, it's just the long term. One of the beautiful things about building something custom is, you know how I think a lot of times that, you know, if you, if you purchase a pre-built theme from some marketplace, whether that's theme forest or wherever, if you're WordPress, um, every three, I think it's, I, there was a, there was a, I don't know where I learned this a couple of years ago. And I don't know if it's still true today. It's probably somewhere around there, but like every, the average business, every three to four years changes their website. You know, and uh, if you're using somebody else's theme, you know, you're probably changing the theme. And then there's a whole thing you got to do to kind of 
convert everything to a new theme or new platform, whatever you're doing. And that is what it is. It's, a, it's something that, that a lot of companies have to deal with. But one of the beautiful things about building custom is you don't really need to do that. If you have a good team behind you, good creativity and whatever, you know, good creative team, good technical team, um, you can make the theme doesn't matter. And you can make subtle changes over time. Uh, this is particularly important for like sites that get a lot of traffic. Um, maybe you don't want to update the whole site and the whole theme all at once and risk uh, uh, traffic, but also from an SEO perspective or whatever, restructuring it and, you know, just a different code base, to, you know, structured differently and it messes things up or also just from a conversion perspective, you don't want to necessarily do that. So a lot of some of the clients we work with, is just this, this iteration, this continuous iteration and changing and tweaking. And, and maybe we'd redesign this section, this page, this, we just, um, one of our, um, more important clients, uh, long-term clients. Um, we just redid their, uh, product pages on their e-commerce store. And that was a whole thing. We brought in the copywriter, you know, conversion expert, copywriter, wireframed it, designed it, built it, custom, custom. But that was one thing. We didn't do the whole site. We're just looking at just this part of the site. And then over time now, okay, now we're going to do some tweaks to the front page. And I do that with my own sites. I, my own sites have gone through different iterations, different heroes, different you know, a different section we're adding over time or removing this section or just, you can do that. If you did it custom, um, if you use things like Elementor or page builders, it's easier to do that too, because again, it's a lot of times like with an Elementor, the theme can be very basic and it's all just modules or whatever you call it in Elementor. Um, or if it's just blocks or, you know, and that's kind of what full site editing is today too, with just the way WordPress went with blocks. It's the same type of thing, you know? Um, so there's a, th those are a, a, lot of, a lot of the benefits there. Now, there is a con. And this con is kind of something that has to be understood, right? So when, I, I'm, when I'm selling services, web design development services, um, I don't expect to, everybody to be able to do business with us or want to. Because we have a very defined way we do things and, and we inherit stuff. We got all kinds of random stuff too. And we work in all these other environments and, and Elementor and do all this. Other. So even though we're doing, we're talking custom today, you know, even though that's our main focus marketing wise, we also work with a lot of Elementor and, and other frameworks. So anyway, um, but the thing with custom though, there is a higher initial cost. Right. There is an investment up front in especially if there's a full design process there where my designer or, you know, my design team comes in and they design. And then um, there's a wireframing process, site map, mock up before it even starts getting built. And then there's the translation process. But all, all of that, if that's all in there and we're doing all of that, it's going to be higher. We're talking thousands. We're not talking about a $40 theme on Theme Forest or whatever they cost these days. Um, 
that is, you know, if you're getting a couple hundred dollar theme, that's a that's a bargain, right? Because custom, there's it's a literally, you know, developing something from the ground up. And you take a design and then you translate that design to code and then you go through the whole thing. Every, there's no piece that's not touched uh, and looked at. Um, it's not just out of the box and go. So there's that cost. Um, there's also the maintenance cost. Um, if you build something custom, there's going to be higher maintenance costs. Gonna, so you're going to need... Like for us, we can also do, that's why we kind of do the maintenance too. Um, although we, you know, get a lot of sites, we just inherit sites when we do get maintenance contracts. But if we built it from the ground up, we could also maintain it. And we're the team you go to for that. Now, it's, I don't think, it's not necessarily that there's more maintenance. Um, like the, like if the site's well coded, it's going to last years without major bugs or major issues, right? But you still want somebody there, especially if you want to add features and stuff. And this is, again, so the people we serve with custom themes are somebody that wants that ability to do anything they want, that care about brand, but maybe they have other features or integrations and things like that, or they want the ability to scale up over time and build on what they what they uh, have. And the the way we build there's, there's it's a very clean framework very simple framework we only build what they need and then we keep building on top of that if you started with this bloated third party theme uh it just will start to grind <laughs> and it'll have conflicts and things that you don't that you're going to have fewer conflicts if it's lightweight and it's you're only building what you need up front but Again, it's a particular type of person that wants those things. Um, again, and there's there's a lot of benefits to, to doing custom, so it's worth it. Um, if you're going with, especially, you know, kind of the larger companies that we build sites for or whatever, um, they, they, they have to, because they have, there's more and more unique integrations and things that they, they have. Um, and it, and custom doesn't mean that it's harder to maintain or add content. In fact, custom can also bleed into the admin areas and how content's added on the site. We can actually create uh, custom ways to add content that makes it easier to add content. Um, you're going to have those limitations with other pre-made or uh, if you go with a Wix or whatever. Um, but anyway, so... All of that said, you got the why, got the kind of touched on the why a little bit, touched on, you know, yeah, okay, there's some cons here. It's going to be a little more pricey. And, and again, it's not, you know, that is what it is. You know, we're not going to, we're not expecting to get all the business. Uh, we have a very particular kind of client out there that and it's not even high, high end, right? But basically, if somebody's not, seeing the value and, and has the budget to at least put a few grand into their website, we're probably not building custom. Even our most stripped down custom, <laughs> even our most stripped down is a couple thousand dollars, right? So that is, so that's where we start. And the we're plenty busy. So there's a demand out there for that. Just like there's a demand out there for $40 websites. 
so with that, let's get into the actual custom builds. So, so first of all, you know, the, the beautiful thing about custom too is that, again, I touched on this a little where you don't have any limitations and that includes on the design side. So I can unleash my design team. I might do, I do some design and I got a designer. And, um, but we can basically design a website. Um, you certainly have to have a little bit of understanding where the limitations are like, you know, when you're designing something or if you design something that's completely outlandish, <laughs> maybe difficult to do. So those things have to be understood when you're designing. So it's always helpful to have some development experience. Uh, but but basically, there's very few limits, though. You know, uh, even on the animation side and all that, you can uh, do, you know, decide to do almost anything. Uh, so that's the freedom of building custom. You're not... <laughs> If you have limitations in terms of certain te templates you can use or themes you can use and a certain way the layouts work, you may not be able to do what you want to do for a particular section. Now, understand, like even Elementor. Now, we have actually translated designs that we came up with onto Elementor. So you can design an Elementor too. That's another way you know we can do custom work. If somebody loves Elementor or the, that's just the project, right? We can design using Elementor's framework. So we can translate in different ways. Um, we can translate to Bootstrap. We can translate to so so our in-house team can do any of those type of translations or Shopify or whatever. Um, but there may be limitations, you know, outside of WordPress. Uh, WordPress we love because there's very few limitations, especially on the translation side, and you can do anything custom. So, so now you got the website itself, and you're going to build the website. And we're going to again, we're using WordPress as the main example here. So, with WordPress, um, we have an in-house framework, and but you could start with any block theme out there. We use a full site editing block theme these days. Um, I haven't done a, one of our old, old boilerplates. That is the old WordPress way of doing things with like bootstrap and stuff. Uh, for the past year, it's basically been all block themes, full site editing. If you know anything about WordPress, that's Gutenberg. That's basically everything is a block. <laughs> think of that way. Um, so we have that framework. So we start with that. And it's very bare bones, just a little bit of a structure. Uh, to now drop in blocks and design with blocks. It's kind of very similar to Elementor in that you can design with modules there. Um, here it's blocks, right? So what we, but when it's, when we're doing this, and this is really what I wanted to drive home today in terms of custom themes or custom WordPress sites or custom sites is that when we build it, we are not building everything custom. But <laughs> it's not like every line of code is custom written. <laughs> Even ChatGPT is not doing that, okay? <laughs> Spitting out code for us. Um, no, it's number one. Well, first of all, we, we already have a theme boilerplate, right? That we, yes, we did code that from scratch, uh, but we reuse that framework. 
But now on top of that, though, we're not have not every single feature and all the all the stuff is is coded from scratch. Number one, you got WordPress, right? So you got the theme. That's kind of your foundation, your your architecture around what you're doing. Then you have WordPress, which provides you all the functionalities and features of a CMS. So you can manage your content. But then to do the actual translation of a design, let's say you got a very uh, unique hero, like the top of your front page of the website, that's what we call a hero, where that's usually a big background and then some kind of CTA call to action button or images or whatever, maybe a form <laughs> to sign up for a list, whatever that is, it's custom, right? Um, and with so with that now that could be a block right in wordpress and there could be other sections there's a testimonial section there's another just a content section with a unique content layout all these sections kind of stand alone and we start translating which means simply means we're styling them right we're uh, applying css and maybe a, a layout um built with now with blocks in WordPress, you can uh, create columns, you can add different content in different ways, like images and this, you can float them, you can do whatever you want. You can add whatever, there's a lot of uh, blocks you can use to do anything, but you may have to style those. So you might have to add a class, like a CSS class, and then you style that section based on that, using that, leveraging that. Um, but the way we do it is, tiered so we start got the got the framework got the theme got wordpress doing its thing the framework's there the architecture's there now let's go to town go to work and build our sections well we start from a blocks perspective we start with core we do everything we can with core which means the core blocks that WordPress provides. Out of the box, when you install WordPress, there's core blocks there. There is the paragraph box. There's the image. There's the image and, and content block. There's the uh, there's the menu block, the logo block, the, um, you know, in different layouts. And there might be some patterns. There's a patterns library where it's basically a collection of blocks in this particular pattern. You do as much as you can with that. And those, each of those blocks will have their own little settings on the side where you can, you know, change the font or you could uh, change the padding and the margin, maybe some other features. And you go as far as you can with that. And then uh, you do some CSS. <laughs> you, do, you do a little bit of styling uh, in your style sheet and you get it styled the way you want. You go as far as you can with the settings, and then you get it styled with your extra CSS wherever you put that, right? Now it's custom, so when we're getting into this, you're either just gonna note these things and just know how your sites are built uh, with us or hopefully others are following a similar structure. Um, or, you know, this might be interesting, you know, you can follow this uh, if you are building custom themes. Um, but so you got your core. Okay, now you go as far as you can with that. Now, now what? 
<laughs> in our case, so there's there's four tiers of this. In our case, number two is actually unified plugins. So we have a plugin called Email uh, Unified Email Capture. Uh, it actually has a couple bonus plugins. Uh, there's a Blocks plugin. There's a uh, Tweaks plugin. Um, we're also working on a theme. We're going to give away with that uh, very soon. Um, it has a basic theme. We're going to have something a little fancier soon. Uh, side note, uh, but that blocks theme, that unified blocks theme, even and even the unified uh, email capture, uh, we're going to go there. We're going to go there. We're going to install those, and there's not too many blocks in there yet. That's something we're going to be building up over time. We're actually working on some more blocks for that block plugin, but it's it's going to be we're going to use that kind of to create common sections um, because there's. Every website kind of has its common sections, things you reuse or unique ways to design something. And um, that's where we, that's the next step. And then, so you install it, you do the configurations on the side, then you do your little CSS and you're done, on to the next. Okay, now you're fi you find another section. Okay, so the core blocks aren't gonna work. The unified plugins, uh, for whatever reason, we don't have that block. So now you can go to a third party block plugin. There's nothing wrong with that. We're building a custom theme, but that doesn't mean we can't use other people's plugins. We do that for other things like cache plugins, uh, SEO plugins, security plugins, maybe a form plugin. It's okay to have a block plugin or two. Nothing wrong with that, as long as it's built well, right? So of course, we're, we're assessing that. We're going to have our go-to plugins or we're just going to, you know, we'll understand the performance behind it if it's going to be a, a problem. But there's nothing wrong with that. So maybe you have a, a plugin out there and the WordPress marketplace has, you know, WordPress repo has, you know, everything you need. Maybe it's a nice little toolkit, a library of plugins. And you get, you, you do that. You inst Then you put that plugin in there and you configure it and you add a little CSS if you have to. And then um, you go as far as you can with that. There's one more step here. <laughs> so you got core, UWD, third party. What's the fourth? Custom. Now you can go super custom, right? You can go, uh, now we have been leveraging uh, advanced custom fields. ACF has uh, the, they've kind of simplified uh, building custom blocks. So if you have some kind of layout you just can't do with anything else or it has some functionality in there that you need, that you can't do with another plugin or a very specific way you want to build that slider or whatever, you can build your own custom. That takes a little bit more talent, a little more development talent stuff, but you know, that's, that's the fourth tier. And so that is actually how a WordPress theme that we build, that's our process. So even though we call it custom, that doesn't mean we don't leverage other people's stuff or don't have a base code to start with, right? In our case, I like to use uh, in-house. I like to develop an in-house themes because so, that's something we can, uh, you know, there's no sneaky code in there. There's no bloat that we have to worry about. We build it the way we want to build it and we can maintain that over time. Uh, we keep it, you know, really the themes these days are for a full site editing is going to be as Simple is simple. It's simple. Simple. Uh, and then 
And then, you know, WordPress does its thing and all that. So that is what we mean by custom and how we approach that. Again, there's a lot of good reasons to go with a custom theme. It does require uh, more of an upfront investment, a good development team to help you translate your vision and get, you know, your design. But at the end of the day, it's it creates uh, a, a theme and a website that's very unique that you didn't have to design something with and, and say, I can't do that, right? Um, you never had to say that. You never ran into a roadblock where you couldn't go any further, you know, with, with a particular idea. Um, like I said, the only thing that's going to limit you there is budget. Uh, but most of the stuff, honestly, most of the stuff, not 90, I don't, I'm not going to throw a percentage out there, but most of the stuff you can do, uh, within the budgets. And, and if it's, if not, it's usually identified up front in our scoping or our discovery, like that's eh, going to cost you a lot more. Maybe you don't want to do that, or maybe you take this other approach and can play out all kinds of different ways. But, um, I really, I love working in this with this process and the way we we do things, it's a it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it doesn't mean that we don't work with other frameworks and do Elementor sometimes, or even offer that. If somebody wants an Elementor site, we'll translate a design onto an Elementor site. We're still translating. We still have that capability. That's where kind of our value comes in, being able to translate almost anything onto anything. But uh, yeah, but otherwise, you know, that's now you know, right? Um, if you're ever curious, what does custom really mean and how does Matt's team do it? Now, you know, uh, if you got any questions about this stuff, I mean, never, you know, be shy about asking me, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Facebook too, I'm hanging out. I'm around. You can ask, you know, ask me any questions or we can even, you know, if it's something you're interested in, certainly we can jump on a call. Um, you know, not some people are. Um, I had a really interesting call, um, like a call probably a month or two ago. Um, somebody was referred to us, and I started talking. I said the word custom, and they totally they didn't lose their minds, but I could tell immediately she was completely against custom. <laughs> and I had a, like, it's part of recently been kind of up in my game in terms of, I need to have better rebuttals for this. <laughs> I have to work on those rebuttals. Um, and, and I think the big, but the th big reason was that it was the main maintaining it. Um, and that, you know, if you, and it, and it can go bad, right? So I think of everything when we're doing a client that we're built, we built a relationship. And we're going to be able to help them long term. We're going to build something that's that's solid, that's using standards today that are going to be a long time before this site breaks. It's going to be pretty solid as long as you keep it up to date and you know, plugins up to date and all that. It's going to be pretty solid for a long time. Um, but I always, at the same time, know that it, hopefully we're with a client. They're going to come to us, and and if there's issues or bugs or whatever, we're going to be able to. We're going to. That's a relationship now, right? Um, but her concern, I think, was she must have either maybe she worked with a custom theme and, and maybe that development team just <laughs> cashed out. And now they're, uh, I don't know, serving tables at, <laughs> as a waiter or waitress. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've done it uh, a certain time in my life. 
But I'm saying my point is that they were a developer for a little while and then they went off. Um, but it can it can go sideways though. I've seen it where we've taken over custom themes that were a complete mess. So it's really yes, there's 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 a possibility that the wrong developer or you don't have that support at where custom is going to be bad. But generally speaking, the clients that we work with, um, number one, have the budget. Number two, they see the value in keeping that relationship and having somebody maintain their sites. And um, I don't know if there's a number three there, but there's, but there's you know, the, the value, you know, we're, we're, we're there to support them and um, and there's very few problems. You know, there's sites we've been managing for years, even our own sites. I want to knock on wood right now, but um, very, very rare that they even get hacked. I mean, because they're locked down, the security is good. You know, we keep them up to date. It's really, if you have a hack site out there and, and we've come to the rescue of a couple over time, um, it was because the plugins were super out of date. Maybe you, I've, I've, I've gotten websites that were like years out of date. I've seen websites years. I'm talking four or five years. They haven't even updated a plugin and they wonder why they got hacked. <laughs> but if it's not maintained, that's going to happen. Uh, one of, one of the clients that, um, that we, we've been helping them for about a year and a half now, I think, uh, they were a mess when we first got them. They didn't even know where their server was, you know. So, and they were getting hacked. They were crashing, and then they had they were getting hacked a lot. Um, that was a matter of once we got them off their current their, that web host and and just come. It took a while to get them in a good place, but we got them in a good place, and you know, they're doing great. They haven't uh, crashed. They haven't crashed. They haven't gotten hacked. They haven't uh, for a long time now that they're better on, on better infrastructure and all that. So it can be done well, uh, but you do have to have a committed team behind you or somebody in-house that knows what they're doing. Um, but there's uh, so many good benefits to doing things custom the way we do it. All right. Well, that's it. This one's a little shorter than my average uh, podcast today, but I really wanted to talk about this. I think it's uh, it's it's a fun topic. It's an important topic. To us, because of course we want to, you know, the more custom stuff we do, the better. Um, we're that we're that shop where if somebody else can't do it, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll try to anyway. All right. Until next time, take her easy. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already, and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you are interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.